No, no, no. She's not a medical doctor, but she can sure cure your tax problems or your financial woes. She's the how-to girl. It's the Dr. Friday Show. If you have a question for Dr. Friday, call her now, 737-WWTN. That's 737-9986. So here's your host, financial counselor and tax consultant, Dr. Friday. G'day, I'm Dr. Friday, and I'm live here in studio. So if you've got a question, it's actually a gorgeous day. I've been outside playing in the dirt all morning, enjoying myself, and, uh, you know, um, the weather isn't too too bad as long as the shade's out there, I guess I should say. So if you have questions, you can join us live here in the studio at 615-367-0819, No, that's my direct line, seven... <laughs> Uh, 615-737-9986. That's the number we're looking for. 615-737-9986. Sorry about that, guys. I get you confused with my own direct line. And you can call us live here in the studio if you want, if you've got questions concerning taxes. I can tell you that I have a number of emails for individuals that have still not received their refund, be it either their regular 2021 refund and or their uh, stimulus money, even though they filed their taxes, they're getting rejection letters saying that they've changed their tax return because the IRS is saying that you did receive this letter. Now, I'm going to be quite honest with you. We are working uh, with the tax advocate office. We are trying to find ways to be able to um, get better resolution because right now, uh, if you were to call in, they're going to tell you that the check was sent to you or that you received it on this day. And that's as much information as you're going to get. And for many people, they're like, I never did get it. I never received it. I never cashed it. So um, they are telling us that they are um, reconciling the, the payments as they have come back to them. Um, and then they will uh, be, uh, I'm assuming they'll be resubmitting back out those payments, but we have not received resolution on that to know that for a fact. So just as a point of interest, um, my suggestion for anyone that hasn't received their refund, I would check actually, if you haven't been online for a while, because um, I have a number of people that we filed two and three years at a time, and you can check your refund now for 19, 20, and 21 when you click on where's my refund. So if you're looking for more than one year's refunds, you now can do that. That's new. They didn't used to have that. They used to only have uh, the year in which we were operating. So you, in this case, only 2021. But I would go to irs.gov, click on where's my refund, um, and I would then go Go ahead and find out where your actual refund from your uh, from your tax preparation for the year of 2021. They are also sending everybody onto the IRS, uh, and you can check the status of your stimulus, all three of them. But you do have to be able to sign on through the IRS website. That does require you having a cell phone. In some cases, I have some people that do not have. Uh, that information. They don't have credit cards. 
Um, so if, if you're not able to do that, that's not going to be a resolution. But if you're an individual that does have a cell phone, a credit card, uh, you should be able to get yourself through the ID.me verification, and then you can go on there. What's nice about that is you can actually for, you know, every year look and check and see, especially if you're having some issues with getting your refund. So that may be a helpful uh, situation as well, as far as the stimulus money, especially um, if you're looking at your transcripts for your tax returns, sometimes even though it shows up that it's been accepted, um, it can take three to four weeks for it to actually get into the transcript. So that may or may not help. I know a lot of times people are rushing to get them filed because they're trying to refi or trying to buy a house or something. And again, in those situations, um, your best bet is to obviously e-file as fast as possible. Um, actually, someone called me and I, I don't know prior to... Um, COVID, I guess we'd say pre-COVID nowadays, um, we would be able to go down to the Internal Revenue or the IRS office and they could stamp a tax return. And I know back in 2018 or 19, they were able to use that as proof that the taxes had been accepted or at least been filed with the IRS. Of course, I know a lot of the mortgage uh, situations or the rules for mortgage companies have constantly changed a lot like taxes. And I think they have to use, uh, they actually physically have to be able to pull the taxes from a 4605 or something like that, that we all sign for them to have copies of your tax return. But it may be something to use while you're trying to get uh, approval on that or what's moving. So if you want to join the show, you can 615-737-9986, 615 737-9986, taking your calls, talking about my favorite subject, taxes, money issues, or if you've got something you want to share, something maybe that's happening or something that you've had when it comes to actually dealing with the IRS. We hear a lot of times where people have been hung up on. I've had that happen where I've held on for, you know, 30, 40 minutes and then they hang up. Now they do say that they're going to be hiring thousands of individuals that will be helping us. Um, and, and I know a lot of people probably listening right now think, oh, great, more revenue. But to be quite honest, we don't have the service that we need, um, considering my, my business or a big chunk of it is helping to have resolution with the IRS. And if we don't have the ability to reach the IRS to get resolution, to find out where the status of a lien or a levy, or to actually get a human on the phone to be able to get some sort of communication started, it makes it very difficult to actually do something. So it would be really, really good if we'd be able to, you know, have somebody on the other end of the line that, um, that actually knows how to do some sort of resolution on their side. I'm not overly excited about the fact that they can hire people and uh, they don't have any experience requirements at all. I mean, we are talking about having people's personal information, tax information, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, hopefully they're, they're taking the precaution just as we would in, you know, in our business, you know, I mean, you don't want somebody that can have access to people's information and not have anything done there. All right. Let's talk to Joyce in Tennessee. Hey, Joyce, what's happening? Uh, nice day. Kind of overcast. Uh, just got a question about my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what can I do for you? Uh, well, I'm really worried. Like I told him, um, my 2020 hasn't been done. My sister, she's a CPA, uh -huh. and uh, she's a kind of, I'm just going to say, she's off for meds. Uh -huh. And it's worried me because we've never been in any tax trouble. 
and I need to know what I need to do or if you can even tell me what to do. Sure. First, so you said you're 2020. So you would have 2020 and 2021 that need to be filed just to keep you in compliance. Um, oh, and yes. it, it, does it say you have a farm? Yeah, we have we have cows and uh, we have expenses on a truck and, you know, truck insurance. And Is this what you, I mean, you guys live, you know. live on a piece of property? that you have cows or whatever, or do you guys have a separate piece of property that you either rent or own and have a farm? No, it's a whole thing. And it's like 33.3 on one part. And then it's 15 acres we bought. Oh, okay. uh, Years ago. Yeah. Is it just you and your husband that have the farm or is it a family held farm? Well, it would have been, but we've lost a couple. So, and my oldest son, he's not able Okay. So right now the farm would show up under you and your husband, correct? Yeah. And his wife died of COVID. Oh my, that's, that's a difficult situation. So my suggestion would be is, I don't know what part of town you live in, but, um, you need, you might need to look to have someone else, myself or someone else, um, do the taxes because, I'm, I'm hoping that your sister, at least for the 2021 tax year, filed an extension, hopefully also that maybe you don't always owe taxes. So therefore, um, if you don't owe money, being late is not really a huge crisis. If you do owe money, it becomes more expensive that because is, of penalties. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. I realized that. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So we sooner we back. pay it, though, it's sooner it will, you know, reduce any of those. So. <laughs> You can give my office a call. Obviously, on Monday, we'd be more than glad to help. But if you're out, in, you know, out in a, an area that's too far to drive into Brentwood, um, you know, we could probably give you some referrals or someone, you know, that might be closer to you. I don't know how far out you are from, you know, I my office. I don't is know. Do you know where Murfreesboro is, Nashville? You know, Nashville? absolutely. Yeah. Murfreesboro. Yes. Woodbury. Um, is that where you live near? Uh, and then you go on from Woodbury to McMinnville. McMinnville. Okay. McMinnville. I've, I've yeah. drove yeah. through McMinnville, um, or at least the sign says McMinnville. I don't know if I've actually been in the town, but, uh, so you're, mm-hmm. you're out a bit further, um, obviously, yeah. but I just um, need but, some help. I mean, and the first yeah. problem is going to be to get my stuff. That's going to be my first problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you yeah. want, you could, um, either email me if you want, or call me Monday and we can give you some referrals in the Murfreesboro area. Okay. Okay. Give me uh, your email and then give me your phone number. You got it. My email is like my first day, Friday, F-R-I-D-A-Y at drfriday.com. So Friday at drfriday.com. And my phone number is 615-367-0819. Okay. Friday at, at drfriday.com. Perfect. Okay. And then one six one five three six seven zero eight one nine. Perfect. Okay. And what was your name? Friday. <laughs> Just <laughs> like the day of the week. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Me, it's been a long year and we're still going. He had to have another surgery. So I'm just, I'm so tied up with him, you know, right. surgery and everything. Of course, my husband's getting kind of, you know, they don't get along at all, at all. Yeah, but, <laughs> but anyway, it's, never a good, it's thing. good talking to you, yeah. and I do appreciate it. And I will get back with you. No uh, problem. Because I want to get something done because I'm, I'm getting scared. It's scary right. now. Yeah. You know? Sounds like you have enough pressure. This is something that someone can help you with, okay? All right. Thank you. No have problem. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
All right, we're going to take our first break here in just a minute. If you want to join the show, you can at 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. I'm an enrolled agent licensed by the Internal Revenue Service. I've never worked for the Internal Revenue Service, but I am licensed by them to do representation and taxes. So if you have problems with taxes or you're needing to deal with an offer and compromise a payment plan, you have no idea where to get started because you're behind on taxes. I'm the person at least you want to start with. Let's help you get straightened out and figure out where we can go to get you back on track. Um, and we, you know, it's what we do every day for the last 20 plus years. So if you want to join the show, 615-737-9986. We'll be right back with the Dr. Friday show. We are back here live in studio. I'm Dr. Friday. This is the Dr. Friday show. We talk about my favorite subject, at least, which is taxes. And, you know, even though the tax season per se is over, there's many people that filed extensions, some people that haven't filed for the last number of years. And, you know, hopefully if you filed an extension, you have until October 15th. But remember, that has nothing to do with the money you owe. It just delays the paperwork. So if you haven't actually filed your taxes, or if you haven't paid your taxes, um, you extended the time of the paperwork that you're going to need to get into, but it does not do anything for the way that you're going to need to deal with the money due. So sooner you can start making payments, even if you don't have the ability to pay the whole thing up front, sooner you can start making payments, sooner you're going to, or less money you're going to pay when it comes into that kind of situation. So that being said, you can certainly um, join the show if you have a question. Maybe you have a friend or someone that has a tax situation, or maybe even yourself, maybe something happened in 21 or 20 that you're not sure if you handled the taxes uh, correctly. Um, I know we're doing a, um, me, the, the association, Tennessee Association of Enrolled Agents. We have a conference coming where we'll be in the Mount Juliet area from the 14th and 15th of July. Um, and we're going to be covering a lot of the things. And I know one of the things that I found interesting was how PPP money needed to be reported on tax returns. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they changed the rules partway through the year. So if you're an a person, that, a business that had uh, received PPP money, you might want to make sure that your statement, and it was called a statement of receiving, was attached to your return or maybe something that needs to be added. Not that we're looking to find problems, people, but we do need to make sure that we comply. Otherwise, the IRS will be sending us a sweet little love letter saying, oh, wow, you know what? You need, you miss this and you need to send this to us, um, or, or, you know, for their sake of reconciliation or anything else. Also talking about PPP money, keep in mind, there was a period in which we, I mean, hopefully if you received the first PPP money came out in, in 2020, the second, many people received it in 2021 and you had from the date of, of the 
expiration. Um, so in most cases, from the date you received it, you had 24 weeks, and then you had 10 months. If you did not ask for forgiveness, then of course, you know, it turned into a loan. But what a lot of people don't know is that you can still ask for forgiveness, but you have to start making the payments. So there is a possibility of still getting your forgiveness after the time that you've done it, if you have the documentation, but you do need to ask for that forgiveness to be able to not have to pay it off as a loan. Very important because if, uh, I mean, why would you make it into a payment unless you never used it for the proper information, you know, for what it was designed to be used for? Well, then that's, it was a loan. Uh, but many people kept people on as employees, paid rent, took care of utilities, you know, provided benefits, those kind of things for their employees. So just making sure that if you are an individual and a, a lot of individuals I'm talking to, not so much corporations or LLCs, because many of you have accountants or individuals that probably help you. But if you are an individual that, you know, or a small business owner, maybe you operate as an LLC or a small sub S, but theoretically you're a small business, make sure you didn't let that slip through. And then you end up with, you know, having a, um, several thousand dollars that you owe to Uncle Sam, even with the lower interest rate, it's still free is always better than having to pay anything. So if you have a question, if you've done, uh, if you've got some sort of sale, a, a lot of times we've had a lot of real estate sales. I don't think I've done so many real estate sales in the history in the given year um, for clients. Uh, many 1031 exchanges, many people selling their primary homes, all of those have different tax consequences. If you have a question on that, or if you've inherited something, you're not sure about the tax liability, you can call the show 615 737 9986615737-9986, taking your phone calls, talking about all things taxes, but some of the things that come along with that is obviously, you know, how, how do you deal with the different situations that are happening right now? I mean, many people are working two jobs, for example, and we found um, a number of people ending up owing money last year because of having double jobs. And when you have multiple jobs, it's especially the W-4 form. I am far from an expert on W-4s, but I can tell you this, that in most cases that people have multiple jobs, it does not take enough money out to actually help with dealing with, you know, the, the tax code. Um, uh, I know a lot of people, you know, they, because if you're working two jobs and that second job, especially if you're single and the second job puts you over the $50,000, you're going to see a big jump. Ordinary income tax goes from 12 to 22 as soon as you go over $50,000. So it's the kind of situation that you want to make sure that you have um, the right amount of money. No one wants to have to write another check. You're already working two jobs. Now you have to write a check on top of it because you didn't pay in enough taxes with the two jobs. And that same thing happens with husbands and wives. Sometimes when someone has a part-time or a small job, and then the other person has a, a full-time job, sometimes not enough comes out of the smaller job. All right, let's hit David in Springfield. Hey, Dave, what's happening? Hey, how are you? I am awesome. Thanks for calling. Got a question. I was a renter. Up until two years ago, bought my principal residence, and now I'm looking at selling, and I won't be buying for a while. So I've had it okay. for two years as a principal residence. Going to have a gain on it, and didn't know. Can you ballpark what your gain's going to be? What you expect um, to see the difference between what you paid for it? 
only a hundred thousand. Okay. So the good news I have for you, as long as it's over two years in the last five and you didn't have another home. So I know you didn't flip another home earlier than that. You will have up to 250 gain above what you paid for it to pay zero tax. And you do not have to reinvest ever. Okay. That's what I'm making Thank you for your help. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. All right. That's a Great question. I always love it when people prep that kind of question because sometimes, and I will tell you, I, again, under right now with the way the real estate, it may, it may balance out now, but for a while there in early 2021 or mid 2021, we had people that had purchased their homes 20 years ago for 150 and were selling them for, you know, like a million dollars. Um, and you know, the 500,000 wasn't meeting the criteria even for married couples. Um, and in some cases, you you know, they had lived there so long, they had lost their spouse, they had ended up getting a step up in basis for the portion, but still ended up with having to pay tax on their primary home. Um, and I just wanted to reiterate, we are working under the tax law that gives a $250,000 exclusion to individuals and a $500,000 exclusion to married couples that have both lived in that home two out of the last five years. So we do not have to reinvest the money. And that's the important part because before this tax law prior one was you had 24 months to reinvest the money into another primary home. Um, so that way we don't have to deal, you know, that that's not the current tax law. So many of you, um, and you know, right now is probably a good idea to think. I always just, I don't know where you're going to relocate to. In some cases, it's nice not to be a homeowner. I'm sure, especially if you're thinking of relocating at some point or just your job may take you in and out of town and it's not, um, a viable concept. But in other cases, if you basically want to move from one home to another, it just seems to me that you're going, unless you don't like your home but you know if you like it and you sell it and then you need to go buy another one in the same or like kind situation you're going to pay what you sold it for right i mean so the home that's you now paid two hundred thousand, now you sold for 400 you're going to paying 400 for your new home um so not necessarily um a step in the right direction in my opinion but um it is what it is with inflation and none of us are very surprised i know um Hank Parrott, who is my financial guy, um, he has a TV show on uh, News 5 Plus um, on Friday mornings, and we do it quite often. And one of the things we've been talking for the last, I don't know, four years at least probably, um, is how inflation had been held back. We know inflation is going to be coming. We'll be looking probably at double digits. Um, We didn't know when because we don't have a mere ball, but I would say we're pretty spot on at this point. Inflation has definitely come. Um, It's definitely feeling it every time I put Petro in my car because, you know, I mean, when you're talking $4.35 for regular gas and almost $5 for my diesel, it is not cheap, especially when you drive bigger vehicles. So maybe the the trick is maybe they're looking for all of us to look for cars that would downsize. So we might all go towards electric vehicles. I not an avid person for that. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just, I mean, places in California has have until 2032, I believe to um, get rid of, or they're not going to make or allow any new gasoline cars be sold. I think in the state, but they don't, they're having blackouts now with electricity. So I, I really don't understand how having everybody in an electric car is going to solve that problem um, unless I'm missing something. Again, not my expertise, but I will say they are certainly heading in that direction, headed out towards uh, Linville this morning, cute little town um, off the 65. And you go through um, 
downtown or Columbia for all of you guys there on my side of town. Um, and there's, I mean, there's huge cell and battery factories going up. Um, so that's what kind of triggered that in my head. I'm like, wow, we're definitely going to have some interesting, um, future going here, at least in the Tennessee area, see if they actually going to have good electric cars come out, or if this is, uh, just regular batteries curiosity for some of us that just see the buildings going up and they're massively huge buildings. Um, all right. So if you have questions, we're going to talk a little bit about a few of the things we should probably be looking for or preparing. Um, we're halfway through the 2022 tax year. We're getting ready to make our second quarterly estimate here on the 15th of June. So we want to basically make sure that we have an idea. Keep in mind, tax law says four equal payments or 100% of what you owe or 110% of the year before, whatever is the best number, obviously uh, not owing, giving too much money, but not owing money at the end is obviously the ideal situation. So um, we just want to be able to move forward and we'll talk a little bit about some of those things we could probably look out for, or start preparing for, for 2022. We're going to take our second break. You can certainly join us here live in studio at 615-737-9986. 615-737-9986. We'll be right back with the Dr. Friday show. All righty. We are back here live in live in radio, I guess. Anyways, I'm Dr. Friday and we're going to go right to the phone because Marsha was nice enough to call. Hey, Marsha, what's happening? Hi, Dr. Friday. Um, I was just listening to you on the way home from a trip and remembered this letter that I had. I received a 5071C letter mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Uh, identity. And I had received either this same letter or a similar one last year or the year before. Kept trying to call and um, finally got someone on the line and they said, that these are just randomly sent out from time to time. There really wasn't any identity theft or anything like that. So now I get another one. My husband and I file our taxes jointly. We filed our taxes on time. We paid. And Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm wondering why I have to do this. Well, I know I only, I've only got one and mine was about three years ago. Um, and I thought it was funny because come on, they've got my fingerprints on file, but they don't know it's me, I guess. So bottom line is they are, re- and, and I've seen a lot of these. I mean, it's pretty sad when I actually know what a 507 is. Um, and um, a lot of people are getting them. I think they're trying to find a way to stop identity theft. There's a lot of identity theft in the IRS, right? Um, and so, and I agree with you. I don't believe it. this means that you've had identity theft. I think that the system is just randomly pulling out and trying to get people to verify, but I would find it odd that you verified two years ago or whatever, and now you're having to verify again. Uh, you're, now, when you did it the last time, did they a- have you go through the whole verification system where you were able to go through and, and verify your identity, or did you just talk to someone about the letter itself? I just talked to someone. I may have given them the numbers from my last two tax returns. I know mm-hmm. I had that ready. This time, this letter says if you prefer to talk with a representative, call, which right. I did. Um, 
But Did every you have time success? I have called, they say the volume of calls is yeah. so high that they can't. That's the problem. But, I mean, that's that's yeah. the problem we're having with the IRS, period. They seem to have this wonderful concept to send out notifications. But whenever the phone number is being called, there's no way of getting through. And that's even on our side. I would suggest exactly. one thing. If you try, I mean, and don't know your opinion, but if you go on and do the ID.me and get account with the IRS, um, they, they put you through the identity thing anyways, and that way then you would probably be identified automatically, um, um, you know, cause yeah. it's tied to our social security number and all of that. Um, it's I a suggestion. I have an account with the IRS and I you know do. how, I know how to do this and go through okay. the identity verification, but right. I was just okay. kind of reading through it and it was getting into something like I needed to send a picture and, right. I just wasn't comfortable doing all of that. Yeah. And then, and I have a large number of clients that are not comfortable doing that, to be quite honest. Um, and so your second is, I believe the IRS in Nashville, at least, is open for appointments. A second alternative might be just do a face-to-face. At, you know, I mean, at some point, see if you can make an appointment and just go there and go ahead and bring your birth certificate and whatever they say you need to bring and see if they can get you verified you know, again, um, you know, and that way then it, hopefully you'll, I mean, again, I wouldn't imagine people need to be doing this every few years. There'd be no reason for that. Once they have you verified, they should know that you are verified unless they see some odd, you know, information going in through your, um, tax program. But again, I don't find that one has anything really to do with the other, like you had identity theft. So they need you to, you know, do something. Right. And I questioned it too, because it's a joint return and my husband didn't get a letter and they already have my money. So, yeah, I mean, again, but, um, yeah, I have had one case where they held him. I mean, he, he just couldn't get through finally, uh, with power of attorney, I was able to get him and the revenue officer on the same phone line because they were not processing his last two returns. Whenever they went in there, they just put identity theft and they didn't, they would not, you know, even though, it was his returns. They did not process them. And so it's, it's held up a lot of maneuvering of money and things, overpayments, underpayments kind of thing. Uh, so I would Mm -hmm. just confirm that you're, you know, even though it's a pain, I would probably not delay contacting them if you can, not that you are, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate your help. Hey, no problem. Thanks, sweetheart. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. And we are talking here live in studio. So if you've got a question, give me a call 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. I will reiterate that what Marsha was talking about, the 5071, I think it's a C, um, those quite a few of you guys have received those letters. Again, I received one a few years ago. Sounds like Marsha's received them few years ago. And again, now, um, and I do believe it's a system they're trying to come up with as a way of verifying people to be able to, um, stop identity theft. Just not that we've had any identity theft against us personally, but the system itself somehow doing something, but any way you look at it, you want to make sure that somehow your identity. Now I do know that you can get, um, a pen, 
I believe. Um, I know I have one. Uh, the IRS will provide you with a PIN number that you can put in on your tax return. So that way no one else can file a tax return without the six digit PIN that the IRS has assigned a new one every single year to you. Um, it's a little bit more work, kind of a pain. And some people don't even realize they have it until I contact them and they're like, wait, we didn't ask for a PIN, but they somehow got signed up because of identity theft. So it is something that you want to make sure um, it may be a direction. Uh, Marsha, you could think of going once you get this resolved, maybe if you sign up for the pin, then they won't be bugging you every few years about your identity. Let's get to Melissa. Hello, Melissa. What's happening? Hey, my call is similar to the other lady about the identity thing. Sure. Um, they hit me with that about three years ago, and um, I went through the whole process, but they said I wasn't me. And um, and so then COVID hit right about the time I got to the point where they said that I just needed to come in person. Oh, and the last thing they told me about in person was that I needed to bring everything from that previous year. Like I had a little pressure washing business and clean some houses and stuff. And right. I had like paper receipts. None of it was in the computer because it wasn't a big operation. True. And we had a, a flood, the apartment upstairs oh, yeah. flooded and it ruined everything. So I was trying to figure out how to get more stuff back together. And then COVID hit. They have not let me file taxes the last three years. I just heard you tell her that the best option might be going to the national location if they're taking appointments now. Right. But, that um, is my understanding. They are taking appointments now, um, uh, you know, back back to being in business for, for face-to-face. I don't know how far out, uh, but that would be, again in these kind of situations, that might be the best situation because in your case, stimulus hasn't come to you because they don't know it's you. Uh, they've probably right. held off, you know, everything cause they're not processing. Right. So, um, you know, and if you did have a flood and you have paperwork showing there was a flood, you can do the recreation to the best of your ability, um, okay. and not have to have necessarily the original receipts. There are ways around, okay. um, that you know, was those what kind I was of worried them if I didn't have any of that. And yeah. would I still and so, be able to get the stimulus, even though, like, or, or yeah, if I didn't no, get it? No, the at stimulus the time. is still available to you. It's still out there. Uh, the stimulus basically is on the 20 and 21 tax returns. I mean, as far as getting okay. the, the monies. So uh, you should be able to, when, you know, in the 19 may have been the year that you, because that's when. COVID right. started, we were filing right. 19. Right. So that's the right. year that you need to get resolved. So that way, and like I said, the one client I had, that's exactly what happened. He kind of didn't let me know there was a letter, kind of blew it off. He tried to call the number, but you know, it was the middle of, it was 19 as well, it was middle of COVID, no one was answering the phones. Um, mm-hmm. Long story short, you, you lived it as well. And so it took us until pretty much the early 21, maybe mid 21, that we finally got someone on the phone that we were able to have him answer the the, the questions and right. get him verified so that they would process 19 and 20. So he was then able to go into, you know, get 21 was the first year we could e-file and not have uh, something right. on it. Even his transcript still what, said identity theft. What killed me is that I was able to get through within a few months of the first one, but they but said they that I didn't you. pass. But yeah. And then I was able to get through again about a month ago, finally. Uh-huh. And she again said that it wasn't me. And I know that these questions they're asking, I know that they're the right answers. Like, I know that they are. So well, I'm just going to have to go thing. in. Well, and that's where, 
you know, sometimes technology, I hate to say this, but technology isn't always offering. I mean, you know, so my suggestion with, like I said, I know the Nashville, I don't know if you're Nashville, Memphis or whatever. Most, most of my listeners are in the Nashville area. So if you're in the Nashville area, the one downtown um, Broadway, it, like I said, I don't know how far out, but I would, you can Google the phone number. I know it starts with six, one, five, two, five, zero, but I don't know the rest of it, but um, see if you can't just make an appointment so you could go talk to someone and then prove you are who you are and get that off your, your uh, IRS records. Right. So you can move All forward right. and start filing taxes again, but thanks for the call. All right. Thank you so much. You have a great no day. Problem. Hey, you too. All yeah. right. We're going to take a quick break here. Our last break. So if you've been holding your breath and you're like, Oh, I've got a question. Well, this will be the time to think about calling the off the, the number here in studio will be 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. We're going to take your call. We know it's a uh, kind of a crazy day out there, but the identity theft thing is uh, tricky, but I will tell you uh, for any of you that, it, I mean, with power of attorney, it's something that we can help you with. If you, if you hit a brick wall and you're like, I just not getting through, um, and you need some assistance, it's what we do. So you can also, um, give us a call Monday or whatever, and we can always get power of attorney and, and help you out with getting you connected with somebody to hopefully get your information right now. I won't say with Melissa, she's tried twice and they keep telling her she's not who she is. So that will be a little different situation, but we're going to be right back with the Dr. Friday show. We are back here live in studio. And if you want to join us, you can. We have about, oh, five or six minutes at least left. 615-737-9986. We're going to go right to Steve. Hey, Steve, what's happening? Hey, Dr. Friday. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, We had sold an investment property last year, and uh, I didn't realize that that put us over the Roth IRA income limits. So we oh. went back, yeah, we went back and redid a recharacterization for the Ross and changed them over to regular IRA. And I did all that before April 15th. I thought everything was squared away. But filed the taxes and everything, got all that done. And then I got the, I think it's a 5587 form back from the business company about the uh, IRA, but they have it marked off not regular. Well, the balance on the 50, 54, 98, whatever, those are going to be as of 1231, but the tax law allows us to go through tax day, which is April 18th. So those will not reflect. Okay. So they said I have to wait till next year. You're right. But, but the IRS allows us to do it up till tax day. So it's very confusing and they do everything on a calendar year. So, but your recare, as long as it happened before or on the day of April the 18th or earlier, you are fine for the year of 2021. Okay. What about that form that they, that the IRS was also sent with the, with the mark on law? The The 8606 for the recharacterization? Uh, no, the one where they charged you a penalty. Well, uh, you may not got you may not have got the penalty because you recharacterized uh, it before the end of the tax season. Right. This this is from the investment company. They they sent me the form said this is going to the IRS. Uh, yeah, pay. that's just, that's fine. That's just giving a balance. Um, you're talking about the 5,400. I don't know the exact number, but that's yeah, just like giving them the balance. But that's as of 1231. You don't need to worry about that, Steve. You're fine. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Um, all, right, all right. So we're going to get a few more minutes here. 615-737-9986. 615-737-9986 here live in studio. So if you've got a question, you're driving around on this beautiful Saturday, may I point out. Um, it's a day that you want to be outside, not probably, um, well, most of you guys are probably in your car, thank goodness, and you're listening. But if you uh, aren't, you should go outside and enjoy a little of the sunlight, probably uh, go play with your, go play in the dirt like I have been. But if you have questions, you know, again, as an enrolled agent, I've been doing this for a lot of years now. I think we've hit plus 20 and uh, we've been doing the radio now for over 13 years, I believe. And so I have to thank all of you guys for listening, many of you for most of that time period. But um, it's it's one of the things that we, you know, what I make a living doing and what I love to do, as you guys probably figured out, is dealing with the IRS, dealing with taxes. It's a constant moving, changing situation. And no two tax returns, in all honesty, are exactly the same. You know, different people, different situations. And what may work for one person isn't always going to work for the other person. So always making sure that we have the information, making sure that we do the best we can as far as getting you or the the clients the information to the best of our ability as fast as possible. And um, for any of you that are tax people and want to join me and uh, many of us other enrolled agents or just people, I mean, many people that come are just tax experts, uh, but as a, it's the Tennessee Association for Enrolled Agents, so you can get your CE credits as well. This is happening July 14th and 15th in uh, Mount Juliet. Uh, we're going to have awesome speakers. We're going to be talking about all the things. I mean, we can do some case studies even, but mostly we'll be, you know, one nice thing we haven't been able to do the last couple of years is really compare notes with other experts. I mean, it, you know, these meetings, many times we meet people that are experts at something we're not. Um, for example, I don't do international tax returns. I don't do, um, very, very rarely will I even complete, um, a non-residential 1040, but um, I have clients or have um, other experts in the field that that's what they do a lot of. Uh, so it's, it's a, you know, getting the right person to do the taxes, getting the right person to do what you need done is really, really important and making sure that that is the direction you want to go. And, you know, all of that is just vital. So if you have questions or you need help with doing that. Or, you know, even if I am not the person to do the work for you, it is a, a there is someone that can be the right person. Um, it's kind of like finding the right attorney or right accountant. You need to find the one that expert in your, uh, your specialties. But what we do all the time is help people basically get back on track with the IRS. And I know there's a lot of advertisements out there. Oh, they can do it for 10 cents on the dollar. We save people hundreds of thousands of dollars Sure. I can tell you stories. Anyone could tell you that's in the business that has saved someone hundreds of thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on one case alone. But the fact is the everyday offer and compromise isn't going to probably always be that way. You need to understand what does the IRS look at? Do you have a retirement account? Do you have a home with equity in it? Do you have the ability to pay, but you just don't have or want to take the equity out of your house? You don't want to have to take money from your, um, you know, from your 401k or, you know, retirement. But, you know, the fact is to get a deal with the IRS 
you need to be talking to someone when you're at rock bottom, you know, when you don't have any money, you don't own a house, you don't have equity in something. Those are the people that we can make every day of the week, get, you know, get a deal because the IRS has no place to go, but the everyday working, hard working American that has put money into a house or has equity in, um, in other farm or some other, uh, business or something like that. It's not going to be that black and white. I'm not saying you can't make a deal, but you're probably not going to get 10 cents on the dollar. So understanding what the IRS is looking at, making sure you understand how they valueize or give you the value of the information that you have bank accounts, you know, it could be as simple as you have children and those children have done really well with saving money, but guess what? Your name is on those bank accounts. The IRS can take the money from their accounts. I've had it happen with some of my clients. No one thinks about that, but if you are behind anything that your name is on, one of the reasons I am a firm believer in having power of attorney, but don't put your name on your parents' bank accounts. Don't put your name on your kids. Now, sometimes you don't always have a choice. If they're minors, they have to usually have somebody's name, uh, an adult's name on on, on a bank account. But as soon as they don't need that, then my suggestion is to remove your name from anything like that, especially if you have um, tax issues or if you have other uh, financial issues. You don't want somebody to take money from your children that that isn't yours. Um, And then they apply it to your debt. So very important. The same thing. I have uh, many people that have older parents. And the first thing the parents want is why don't you put your name on the bank account or you, you know, you may even suggest it to your parent thinking this is a great idea. But even if you don't have IRS debt, gosh forbid that you end up in a lawsuit or divorce, guess what? That that bank account that has your name on it, nine times out of 10 could be pulled into those cases as money you have access, therefore your money. So who would want you to, you know, take money from your mom, not her dad that you had no intention of doing now being brought into a lawsuit or divorce or an IRS issue because your name is on that account. There is ways of having your name in case of an emergency, but not to have it just there when you have the ability, anytime you can get in and out of anyone one's bank account, the IRS is going to look at that as if you have the ability to move money in or out of that account to your personal accounts. So these are the kinds of things you really need to understand. And you don't want to intermingle your money with other people's if you're in these situations. It's that simple. You want to make sure that the money that you have is in your name and only your bank account and no one else has access. So that way, when you're dealing with the IRS, they don't try to bring in bank accounts or other assets that are not yours. They're someone else's, but they're looking at them like they're yours because of the way the name or the signature cards are listed on those Uh, statements. So this is going to be retirement accounts for mainly I see it on bank accounts. All right. So if you need help, you want to give us a call Monday morning, 615-367-0819. 615-367-0819. You can also email me Friday. That's F-R-I-D-A-Y at D-R-F-R-I-D-A-Y.com. So Friday at drfriday.com. You can also check us out on the web. It's drfriday.com. Really easy. D-R-F-R-I-D-A-Y.com. Check us out. You can uh, get my information and my location. I hope you guys are having a totally 
awesome Saturday. Don't spend too much time in the sun, but get a little time out there and enjoy what you're doing. Um, and hopefully you guys will uh, listen next Saturday at two o'clock. Copulator.